Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads invites you to a special Railroad Hour Christmas party. Starring Gordon McRae, his guest star Lucille Norman, and the entire company. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Portions of this celebration were especially transcribed for this festive occasion and brought to you by the American Railroads, the same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Marvin Miller, and happy Christmas, everybody. Isn't Christmas night a wonderful time? There's a warm glow inside of you that only happens once a year, on this particular night. You can almost feel everybody taking off shoes and loosening belts coast to coast. The kids are exhausted from playing with their hop-along Cassidy pistols and their electric trains... And the adults are exhausted from playing with their hop-along Cassidy pistols and electric trains. <laughs> and here in our studio, there's a big treat for our Railroad Hour family. Lucille, Carmen, Norman, and all of us who make music together on the Railroad Hour throughout the year. So, folks, won't you join us? Lovely Lucille Norman to join our Railroad Hour Christmas party. Lucille with Christmas tree stars in her beautiful little eyes. It's been a wonderful day, Gordon. And it's so nice to be celebrating Christmas with all of you. What's your holiday wish, Lucy? Well, it's a special prayer and hope for all the men in our armed services who are far away from home on this Christmas night. The wish that someday soon we'll all be together. I know a song that says just that. Will you sing it for us, Gordon? Mm-hmm. From all of us to all of you, wherever you are. Oh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year all our troubles will be out of
faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us once more. Luboff and his fine choir have been making beautiful music for us all year long. But since all our musicals seem to take place in mythical kingdoms or on Long Island, they, they never get a chance to sing any of those wonderful old English carols. Well, sir, today it's different. Norman, ladies and gentlemen of the choir, the Christmas microphone is all yours. On the seventh day of Christmas 
live in a pear tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight plates of milking sabots, one for swimming, six feet of rain. clear across the country. And on this festive night, we're happy to have this message from Mr. William T. Farrisee, president of the Association of American Railroads, who joins our coast-to-coast family party in Washington, D.C. Christmas is the season when men and women turn from strife and struggle toward the blessings of peace and the fellowship which someday will bring all men together as friends. This is the goal which men have sought for almost 2,000 years, which no doubt they will continue to seek for years yet to come. No man, no institution, no people alone can achieve this long-sought goal. But every man, every institution, every people can contribute to the fulfillment of the promise of the first Christmas, peace on earth, goodwill to men. The heart of that seeking for peace and goodwill is in the family, an institution which foreshadows the family of mankind. So Christmas, the festival of peace, is the great family festival celebrated in the homes where families gather. To all such gatherings who might be listening tonight, the family of the Railroad Hour, a family made up not only of those who produce our weekly broadcasts, but also the railroad companies which sponsor them, the million people who as small stockholders own the railroads, and the million and a quarter men and women who work for them. This Railroad Hour family says to you and your family, thank you for joining our Christmas party tonight. And in your own holiday season, and in the new year to come, may you find joy, prosperity, and above all, peace. Thank you, Mr. Pharisee. And Merry Christmas to you and yours and all our dear friends in Washington.
is Marvin Miller. Say, Marvin, are you having a good Christmas? Oh, I sure am, Gordon. But you know, Christmas is for kids. Maybe that's why I've never grown up. And I'll tell you what. I'll show you my Buck Rogers disintegrator if you let me play with your Roy Rogers lasso. It's a deal. <laughs> all of which proves that Toyland is the magic land. And the Yuletide season gives us all a chance to be citizens of the never-never world. Lucy, will you transport us to Toyland? Clear the track. Next stop. Lucille, that was wonderful. Folks, because Christmas is for children, we want to include a famous story about Christmas for all the kids around our railroad, our tree. You might call this a short, short musical or an opera in a nutshell. One of the world's greatest composers, Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky, was the first man to tell this story, and I want to do it just what I'll bet he did. I'm going to take a little girl up on my knee and tell her the fabulous Christmas fairy tale set to music, the Nutcracker Suite. Now is Christmas season, let us all be jolly. Lift up your voices, some say, celebrate the holiday. Sing ye the Christmas carols, ever green and high. Sing out the joyous breath 
Those are the carolers who used to go from house to house in the old world, bringing Christmas cheer and songs to all the people. But couldn't they just turn on the radio and get Christmas music? <laughs> they didn't have radios in those days. This is a once-upon-a-time story, remember? Why, it happened even before your mother was a little girl. Gee, did they have Christmas presents that long ago? Presents? Why, the stockings were just loaded with gifts. Come and look at them. A doll that really cries. She opens up her eyes. To give a little Christmas girl a wonderful surprise. A soldier with a gun. A stocking full of fun. A tree that's loaded high with precious gifts for everyone. Except. Except who? Except the poor little girl named Marie. You see, her family didn't have enough money to buy Marie even a single present. Not even a comic book? Not even that. Well, you can imagine how sad Marie's mama was when she looked at the green branches of the Christmas tree without a single thing underneath. Poor Marie. But then her mother had an idea. She gave her the only gift she could find. An old nutcracker. A nutcracker? Mm-hmm. For cracking nuts. It was shaped just like a man. His jaws would open and close and crack the nuts in between his teeth. That sounds like a nice present. Well, Marie thought so. But when she showed it to the other children, they just laughed at her. And some boys took the nutcracker away from her and broke it. So Marie came back home on Christmas night and cried herself to sleep. Poor little Marie. Ah, but along about midnight, she woke up. With a start. She heard a strange noise downstairs. So she put on her bathrobe and slipped on her slippers and went down to see what was happening. Oh, Nutcracker was there all right. But he was being attacked by a whole army of mice. Platoons of mice, battalions of mice, whole regiments of mice. And their king was in command, a big gray mouse with a long gray mustache. Nutcracker was all alone against them. Wasn't he scared? Scared? Not on your life. Nutcracker's not afraid of mice. Nutcracker will bite them in his vice. He'll break them like a hickory nut and make the king of mice give up and sign a truce. But what's the use of taking this abuse? Oh, Nutcracker will fight the king of mice. Nutcracker will make him pay the price for mousing up the Christmas toys and scaring little girls and boys for taking up and breaking up the holiday of joys. But how could Nutcracker fight when he was broken? He couldn't. He was as brave as a lion, but his jaw just wouldn't work. did the best he could, but the mice were too much for him. They pounced on poor Nutcracker. He tried to beat them off, but they backed him up against the wall. The king of mice was charging down on him. And what do you think Marie did? She covered up her eyes. Not on your life. She slipped off her bedroom slipper and threw it at the king of mice. 
and the mice were so surprised that they all scampered away with their tails dragging behind them. Phew! I was worried there for a minute. And suddenly, like magic, the most wonderful thing happened. Right before Marie's eyes, Nutcracker changed himself into a handsome prince. And he took little Marie by the hand and said, Because you have been my heroine, because you have loved me with all the goldness of your heart, even when I was a funny, broken old Nutcracker, I'm going to take you to the land where all the toys in the world will belong to you. Come, little princess. This is the magic land where all the toys live. Who winds them up? Oh, they don't have to be wound up because they're all alive. Look, they want you to dance with them. I think I'd like that. Come along and dance with me around, around the thing with me. For here beneath the holly you will find a lot of jolly boys. Everyone belongs to you and never sing their song to you. With lemon drops and lollipops for little golden girls and boys. Around the Oh, I never had so much fun. Well, this is only the start of it. Look. Where? Right over there. Don't you know who that is? That's the Sugar Plum Fairy. Miss Marie, meet the Sugar Plum Fairy. Sugar Plum Fairy, meet Marie. I'm very pleased to know you, Miss Sugar Plum Fairy. Welcome to the land, oh sugar plums, little ones. Fill your tums, everybody comes to enjoy the Christmas holiday. Come and play, pass away all the with you. I'd like that very much. Tell me, gentlemen, how is everything in the orchestra? You don't say. 
that you could understand what those flutes were saying? Every word. You know why? It must be magic or something. No, Marie. Not magic. Because you have a loving heart. And for a little girl who has a loving heart, no matter where she lives, the world around her is always the land of the sugar plum fairy. And if she is brave and good, the dolls will dance for her, the flutes will flirt with her, and every nutcracker can be a handsome prince. Hardly wait for next Christmas to come. You don't have to wait, my dear. Don't you know that Father Christmas has given all of us presents to last the whole year round? What presents? The flowers. Every time a blossom opens, it reminds us that the spirit of loving isn't meant to flower only at Christmas, but every day of the year. That's why the flowers dance in our garden. How can flowers dance? Their feet are fastened in the ground. Why, haven't you ever seen them? They're waltzing all the time. See all the flowers dance. They spend their hours romancing. Today we're all sharing the warm, friendly spirit of Christmas, a great holiday based on the faith which inspired our free institutions. Yes, men with faith in our American way of life made this country what it is, and its future depends largely upon what you and I and everybody does to strengthen our democratic form of government. And so during the days ahead, let's remember, freedom is everybody's job. We're so happy you joined us for our Railroad Hour Christmas party. And on behalf of the American Railroads and all the members of our company, Lucille Norman, Carmen Dragon, all of his fine musicians, Norman Luboff and all his singers, Ann Whitfield, the little girl, our producer, 
Our technicians, our writers, a happy, happy holiday. And God bless you, everyone. Next week, a special New Year's Day program, reviewing in words and music the highlights of this year of 1950. All aboard! Well, friends, it looks as though we're ready to pull out once again. And so until next week, goodbye. of the preceding program were transcribed. Gordon McRae can be seen starring in the Warner Brothers production The West Point Story. Tonight's script and special lyrics for the Tchaikovsky music were written by Lawrence and Lee. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. And now keep tuned to your Monday night of music on NBC. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.